right, hello and welcome to a very special after show edition. Uh, we haven't done an after show in a minute, so we thought we'd hop on and give you one today. Everybody's uh, been mad at you about it. I've, I've been telling everybody I've been trying to do an after show. I know that. And you've been like, no. Right, because I have stuff to do and you don't. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, y'all y'all know he's so busy and I just don't do anything. Uh, my days are busy and I've been sleeping. <laughs> I'm in this really bad, I'm in a bad cycle where it's like I'm barely getting probably five hours total out of the day. Yeah. And some days it's like four. And I'm like, who in the world is up 20 hours out of the day? We are. Like, it's so <laughs> stupid. Yeah. But by the time it finally gets quiet in my house, I kind of want, like, I want to do my thing for a second, mm-hmm. which a lot of times is going to be, you know, wrestling or something on YouTube or something like that. Yeah. So. Anyways, we kind of look and see things that we uh, have touched on or maybe haven't touched on in after show form. Uh, my wife looked over at me and said, wait a minute. Is Britney Spears pregnant? Is she really pregnant or is this a publicity stunt? Well, and it's funny how everyone's talking about it. I'm watching different shows and listening to different podcasts about how people are responding. And uh, everyone's like, congratulations. But there's this something in their voice like, is something going to happen tomorrow where we either find out she's it's a surrogate that she's using or it's some type of puppy dog or, she did that one already. Yeah, yeah, she's done that before. But the weird part is she starts it by doing this whole thing about going to Maui, going to Hawaii, and, and then coming back and, you know, it looks like she has a baby bump. And and uh, I guess it was her boyfriend's trying to say, hey, no, it's, it's uh, what do you call it? A, a food baby. A, a food baby. And she took a pregnancy test for the food baby and was pregnant. That's the way the story's been framed. Yeah. Who that- takes a pregnancy test when it's a food baby? Well, yeah, I guess she just decided to go ahead and, and do it. But um, I, yeah, I'm not too sure what to make of everything. I still sit here and sympathize with her for some reason. Though. No, of course. Because Leslie, who was younger and didn't, she, she wasn't a part of the Britney craze mm-hmm. of the late 90s, early 2000s. She's like, man, she's crazy. And I'm like, oh, she's adorable. Leave her alone. Right. It hurts. It hurts our spirit yeah. for someone to call Britney crazy. But, you know. Also, uh, kind of tabloid stuff that's out there. Um, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck are engaged again. Ben proposed. Okay, so the pink ring that he proposed with her, uh, however long ago, there's the pink ring, the pink yeah. diamond. But now it's like this lime green diamond that's even bigger. And I read something where J-Lo's lucky color is green. And oh, the Grammys dress, yep, too, if you remember. It, and that's, that's, that was kind of it. And so... Um, that's that's kind of what it's about. Did you see that he proposed while she was in the bath? No. Yeah. So she's in there in like a bubble bath. The dude's like, hey, would you like to to get married? I bet he had that ring on standby, then saw her in the bath. I was like, dude, I'm going. I'm committing to this. I am committing. I'm asking her now. I am committing to this. Who proposes with the girl in the bath? Maybe it was just one of those things like, I mean, how do you propose to J-Lo? And I think she's been um, engaged several times. And maybe he just was like, let's just do the... The most easiest. Yeah. Get her in the bathtub and then propose to her. That's what I would do. (laughs) Uh, There was sad news in the world of comedy, and I've seen a bunch of comedians uh, message and tweet about Gilbert Gottfried Mm -hmm. who passed away. Yeah. I didn't realize he had been sick, uh, but evidently he's been sick for a minute. And that's why he looked, in some of those photos, he looked very small. Yeah. And I was like, maybe he was always smaller than I thought, but I think it was because he got ill toward the end. And he had lost some weight and stuff, but that was the Aflac guy. And then it was also, uh, if your kids watched Aladdin, I think he was the voice of um, the parrot. 
Jafar's parrot. So that was uh, always a good movie. Well, he has this iconic delivery and style and voice. that yeah. you, It's unmistakable. And the people who have, especially comedians, who have said that they've known him were talking about what a nice person mm-hmm. he was. So uh, that was a thing that kind of shocked a lot of people. Uh, have you done anything with Wordle yet? I haven't. I still haven't even downloaded it. Yeah, I don't have it either. Do you know people that have it? No, Leslie was trying to show it to me a couple of weeks ago. She's like, oh, I'm doing this Wordle thing. I'm like, well, what are you trying to do? And she shows me, she's like, help me guess. And I'm looking at this and I know it's probably real simple if I'm yeah. holding it in my own hand, but uh-huh. there's something about somebody else holding the device where all of a sudden I feel stupid. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you even do with that? She's like, well, try to figure out the word. And I'm like, how the heck am I going to figure out the stupid word with that? Yeah. They're all jumbles and I don't know. But it's a huge deal. One of the things I read this morning was a lot of people do Wordle in the morning while they're going to the bathroom. Oh, Wordle while you dirtle. So, okay, is that what you call it? Dirtling? No, I just tried to rhyme. You got to go to the bathroom and dirtle. I was just trying to rhyme. This is no. This is (laughs) kind of like I was trying to talk like Snoop Dogg. Wordle, my dirtle. Is that what you're trying to say? Yes, or something like that. So anyway, uh, the Wordle thing, people on the bathroom, when you see somebody who goes to their social media feed and they're showing you their Wordle score, think about the fact they were probably on the toilet. Just know. That's funny. Because <laughs> like when you process that, and even if it's not true, if we have that thought right. and we think about that, like, oh, there's our oh. coworker, ah, probably going to the bathroom and doing that Wordle. Playing Wordle. So, and we're still trying to figure out, and I feel um, really awful about the fact that that I'm not all over TikTok yet because now I know it's easier than just, Hey, you used to lip sync music and look stupid. Um, now we can do pretty much whatever we want, but the idea that whatever you want, that's intimidating too. No, it is because some people just, you have to really not care. You have to just not care and say, all right, here we go. Full force. doesn't matter what I look like. If I look silly or people make fun of me, click post. Yeah. And I'm way too insecure for that. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to manufacture everything. Yes. But that's kind of part of what I've done is like, it's, it's, you know, in a performance type of art, be it wrestling, be it stage, be it radio, you know, it's like you're prepped and ready. It's not, I mean, it's raw. Like what we're doing today, raw words, what we do on the radio, raw words that we're not prepped. I mean, we kind of know where we're going. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Kind of, sort of. You should follow The Rock on TikTok because, he, he you know, he was a wrestler and all that kind of stuff. And he has all kinds of stuff on there. Does he do a bunch on there? Yeah, he does. So we're just behind on Well, that. and I know a lot of people, a lot of stars will do like, fit, like they'll have someone come help them and they'll, they'll do like 50 in one weekend. And then they'll just, 50. and then they'll just start, you know, posting them, you know, throughout the month or whatever. I'm trying to look and see if I have uh do, do, do. Nah, not really. I don't have that many followers. On if here. y'all want to follow me, I'm oh, Kelly Perry. Why, why would I not tell them, Brandon? No, go ahead. Tell them how to get to you. Kelly Perry on the radio. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm getting, what is this? I'm trying to figure out what my account is. I'm not even sure what my account is. Is that is it the same for me? I think it's do not follow Brandon Baxter on TikTok. I, no, it's Brandon Baxter on the radio. Yeah. So anyway, I'll start working on that. That's something... I know we need to be doing that because it's a different way to connect. And that's one of the things we enjoy about, you know, being able to just connect via social media and the podcast mm-hmm. and, and different forms because it's all communication. And uh, we appreciate that communication and and the reciprocation of communication uh, back from you to us. Yeah. So we love to get those messages and, and get your thoughts. So uh, we vow to get better at that. 
And even if you want to send us a message and you want us to talk about something else on the after show, you have an idea. You can also tell us that. Yeah, like what would be a topic? Like something that's off limits for the radio show? Yes, something off limits. Did you ever have things that were off limits in your house? Because we had things like when my mom remarried, she remarried for like a brief time and I think it was like 84, 85, right? Uh Uh, My stepdad, a brief stepdad, his name was Daddy Jimmy. When Daddy Jimmy uh, was there in the house with us, he had a drum set. And the drum set was <laughs> off limits. Like, literally, he was in a band. He was a drummer. Don't touch my drum set. But, yeah, don't touch the drum set. It's off limits. And we heard off limits. Like, that room is off limits. Yeah. That, we had one of the original, um, God, was it a Commodore computer? <gasps> yeah, a Commodore 64. Is that a computer? Uh-huh. Like real old school. Yes. And very primitive. Like mm-hmm. the screen, I think the letters were green on the screen. Yeah, that sounds right. And it, yeah, so we had one of those. That was off limits. Yes, my dad's sound equipment was off limits. Sound equipment? Yeah, what did he, he al- have? He always had like big recorders and sound equipment and headphones and because he liked all that stuff. Was he a friend of Elvis? You know how Elvis had that mirror? You ever heard that story? No, I haven't. Tell me about it. Yeah, you have. I can tell by the smile. <laughs> have you heard it? No, I just re- refreshed my memory a little bit. Have you heard it? No, I <laughs> haven't. You're lying. I promise all my life. There is this, and I don't know if it's true because obviously we can't go and ask Elvis, but there's the story that in uh, one of the rooms in Graceland that um, what looked like a mirror was actually uh, one of those uh, two-way mirrors where you could be looking at yourself from inside the room, but he could be watching from the other side. Oh, Google it and see if there's anything on that. Because okay. can you imagine like you're there and you're like, oh, I wish I'd lose some weight. And you're kind of like looking around to see and what he's like. Thank you, baby. Thank you very much. Yeah, He's on the other side of the mirror going. Yeah, Ooh, I don't want to think of Elvis like that. You don't. <laughs> With Presley scary mirror. Why? No, not scary mirror. Well, we'll see. Maybe it'll say that. Hmm. Does it give you any information? Oh, a conspiracy theory. Oh, am I spreading a conspiracy yeah, you, theory? you are. <laughs> no, but did, did your dad have one of those? He did not have. <laughs> In our living room, he had oh. one of those those one-way, two-way mirrors, and he would always invite people over. It was weird. What did y'all do in the living room at that house? I was... <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out. So my dad had all this recording equipment and two-way mirrors. <laughs> no. It's a joke. It's a joke. Okay. Yeah, it's not really. I don't I don't know. You know, I can't look up stuff really fast. Elvis. Even and, though this is a podcast with unlimited time, she still doesn't have time. And a mirror at his house. At, oh, my gosh. You're doing like Kai does. But where it, he types every word into the search. But it works. Okay. It says. The one-way mirrors the king had installed at Graceland for privacy. Yeah, but it's it's legit, right? Like, so you could put that in the guest room, uh, and then, like, the guest is in there trying to change, and somebody could be, yeah. Your wife know. just texted me and said that y'all are installing <laughs> those mirrors right now. Yep. Inviting friends. I have a hit list of people to invite over. A hit list. <laughs> Y'all know he didn't have a list of friends. Yeah, that's true. Who would you invite first to your uh, two-sided mirror? Um, hmm. That is a tough, tough decision. This is awkward because she's really considering it. No, I was trying to think of something really funny, but no. I'm going to pass. There was a deal we did on the, the big show today on our radio show that was talking about a girl on TikTok. We mentioned TikTok. 
there's a divorce lawyer on TikTok who came out to say that um, she was going to tell people the uh, professions to avoid. Like if you're a woman and you're looking to date, mm -hmm. the professions where the guys are the most trouble, uh -oh. there's like a top five. Yep. And they say that these guys typically tend to be more narcissistic and mm. controlling. Hmm. The number one, uh, and again, this is from a divorce lawyer who's been working in family law for 13 years. She says pilots avoid pilots. Oh, no. Because they're narcissistic and controlling. <laughs> I have friends that are pilots and they're so not, they don't fit under that genre. But. Who who would you like to mention? My, my pilot friends and cousins, John and Leslie. Yes. So John, mm -hmm. the male of that tandem, mm -hmm. he's not narcissistic and controlling. <laughs> no. <laughs> he's not. Are you sure? I'm sure. Okay. Yeah. So you think it's fine to date him? Huh? You're like if, such... if he were available, would it be fine? He, I'm related to him, Brandon. But you not by blood. To, it... You try to make stuff so awkward. No, you said if I it's not by blood, you. it's okay. Y'all know he gets on my nerves. It's just a piece of paper, right? Isn't that what you said? <laughs> Well, I'm not going to disagree with you. <laughs> yeah, never mind. No, we'll leave that for their podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Staying away from that. Okay. All right. Uh, surgeons, also another profession to avoid, hmm. even though the money is there, man. I'm just telling you. Firemen make the list. They're number three. Then police officers. Maybe it's the uniform thing that girls kind of like get into. Like, hmm. Yeah, I've started thinking about wearing uniforms, you know, from... I don't know what I'd wear. A, uniform a radio for. uniform. Yeah, radio what uniform. Does that look like for you? Basically, what I wear, <laughs> which is t shirt and jeans. Maybe I could get a football uniform. There was that one time I was at uh, the textbooks or textbook brokers and I tried on the football jersey because it was like the trendy thing for football season. Hey, we have the new jerseys in stock. So I go to try it on and my wife's like, uh uh. Uh-uh. Well, when the owner of the shop starts giggling, <laughs> <laughs> then you know that's probably not for you. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Some things look fine on certain people and don't look so great on me. And uh, A jersey, a football jersey, is one of the things that looks really <laughs> stupid on me. Because of the way it's cut, and then my head looks small, but the arms, because they're built for pads, the arms are really baggy and the shoulders are baggy, so it looks like it's hanging off of me, but then my head looks really tiny. Yeah, we'll try to get him in one of those to give y'all a visual. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that. Uh, anything else? Our new dog. We have that new dog I told you about, Murphy. Yeah, I said, uh, Leslie says he's doing good. He's awesome. And he's. He, we were told he's a Cavapoo. Mm -hmm. And he was supposed to be Meemaw's dog, kind of like a um, companion, right? Yeah. But then Meemaw, the first day we got Murphy, we're like, oh, this dog's a little big for Meemaw, right? Because Meemaw's kind of recovered from COVID and, and you know still having to work her way through different things. So Murphy was going to be a little big. So they already have the dog, right? It's a Cavapoo. What should we do with it, Brandon, says my wife. And I know where this is going. It's like I'm being set up. Yeah. Right? Where this is going is, can we let the dog stay with us for a minute? Which really meant, can the dog live with us? She also knows you. And I thought that she kind of slid into that very well. Oh, yeah. Because she knows I'm going to fall in love with the dog. Yeah. And this dog's really sweet and really smart and really cute. And he looks up at you. Like Kevin Reed was talking about on our big show today. He was talking about. Um, the eyes of the dog, the puffy dog eyes, and that they're mimicking our expressions, which mm -hmm. I thought was a really neat conversation because I never really thought about that. That that animals, most animals can't express themselves through facial type of expressions, but dogs can, and that's something they've learned from humans. And my dogs do it too. I know when my dogs are mad. I was making my bed last night, and my one of my dog's bones, he'll go to the corner of the end of the bed, and so as I'm putting on the corner of the of the bed, I'm like, get up, move. And he'll go, and he'll kind of move to the other side of the bed. And then I'll come around and be like, 
bones, I'm still making the bed. And he'll just, he'll cut his eyes at me like, girl, what, you're making me move again? And then he'll, and he'll move over. But he cuts his eyes at me just like Kurt, my teenager, would do. Like, just like that. You realize that old uh, snaggletooth dog has learned those facial expressions from people in your home. Like, that dog didn't come out knowing how to huff. This sounds like a, uh, this is something this dog has learned from you. The huff, yeah, and the probably, cutting the definitely. Okay, that probably not so much, but I'll take the look. Yep, so there and you the go. And the snaggle teeth. And what? <laughs> no, that dog's teeth, man. Oof. <laughs> There's a reason to go to the dentist right there. <laughs> what is it about dog teeth, too, that well, makes that so difficult? He's 13, and then he was also, when he was little, he... uh had separation anxiety so I would put him in one of those cages and he ended up really messing up his teeth like trying to get out of that cage when I would be gone so he's always kind of had bad teeth but it seems like the the littler dogs as they get older they always have those you know their teeth just start falling out yeah they're terrible looking yeah we had a dog at one point when I was a kid uh, my mom loved Pomeranians yep and I don't even know why, why the dog was named so maybe it's because the dog came to us with this name and I don't know how we got the dog, but it was an older dog, but it was a really cute Pomeranian that for whatever reason didn't have any teeth, like zero teeth. So it had to gum its food. So your mom probably had to wet the food, yeah. make it softer and all that kind of stuff. But I can still picture that dog. The dog's name was Mikey. And that's a weird. Pomeranian that, named Mikey. Mikey. But my name was Michael Brandon. So hmm. it had two Michaels. In there. That's kind of weird. Interesting. Right? Yeah. My mom hated if somebody would call me Mike. She's like, I named you Michael. I'm like, yeah, you named me Michael. Call me Brandon. And you're offended if somebody calls me Mike. Who's going to call me Mike? <laughs> Do I look like a Mike? Uh-uh. You look more like a Mikey. Do, uh, Mikey. Mikey. Definitely a Mikey. Mike, you'll eat anything. <laughs> no, listen, I wasn't saying Mikey was overweight. I was just reinstating the commercial, the Life Cereal commercial. So if you realize that we haven't done an after show, this is the reason why she feels much more free to bash me. We'll in, start having one every day, guys. after show content. Uh, country content that we covered on today's show. CMA Fest is coming back in Nashville. Uh, that's going to be June the 9th through the 12th. This is the deal where basically if you're in country music, you play somewhere. Like the biggest stars play at Nissan Stadium. That's a three-day stadium event where uh, they film that for TV. But there's actually stages all over that area downtown where people are playing. And there's fans that go. I know a girl from Wynn that goes. She's gone, gosh, before she had her, her daughter, she went like every year. And they had uh, tags and everything and got to meet all of these people. I wish we could go. Hey, that, um, I know who you're talking about. <clears throat> you're talking about our friend Ashley, right? Yes. So she goes over there. And I remember, who was it that her kid pulled the top off of one of the girls? Remember oh, that? Uh, was it Jesse James Decker? It might be like Jesse James Decker's there, probably all tan and stuff. And the kid reaches over and pulls she, the top. Yeah, off. she had on some kind of top, and the kid kind of kind of pulls it off, and she's like, "Oh, oh!" Yeah. And Ashley was like, "Oh." Try to hire that kid. Okay. So anyway, performing at Nissan Stadium this year. What? So dumb. <laughs> performing at Nissan Stadium this year. Just a heads up if you want to go. And again, the dates are June the 9th through the twelfth. Jason Aldean. That's the trouble with a heartbreak. It's gonna hang. Luke Bryan's playing Nissan Stadium. Kane Brown's going to play the stadium. Luke Combs is going to be there. I'd have a Friday night 
Thomas Rat. I mean, you can just go on and on. Parker McCollum's going to be there. That's big, right? Yes. Kelsey Ballerini. I'm hooked on this one. I love the sound of this song. I do too. Here's kind of the behind the scenes on that. That's not in the future yet because... People don't really understand like how the real music rotation mm-hmm. stuff works. You know, like there's a certain amount of spots that we have mm-hmm. for newer music. And then something has to come off or go to a different, what we would call a category um, to allow something new to come on. And, you know, Kelsey just dropped that song. So it's not on full time yet, even though we'll give you little sneak peeks here on the show, but that's a great, like that feels like spring summer to me. It does. And she reminds me so much of, I know Taylor Swift was a mentor for her growing up, Mm -hmm. but she, that reminds me of some type of crossover song where country will play it. uh, Another genre will play it. And she's just going to skyrocket. Well, and she being Kelsey Ballerini's kind of talked about the fact that she doesn't think we should just put music in a box and say, Hey, this is what this is. Even though like for, for radio terms, you kind of need those boxes. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is country. This is rock. This is pop. But like for people outside of radio, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like, hey, this is the music that's on my phone. This is the music I listen to on Spotify. It doesn't have to have the box. Yeah. It's almost like radio encourages the box. You're right. Yeah. But so anyway, uh, Kelsey Ballerini, trying to become friends with her. Mm-hmm. Um, still working mm-hmm. on that. I've decided this week that uh, and Kelly and I talked about this on the Tuesday show. Coming out of the CMT Awards, we both ended up with new crushes. Yes. Uh, mine, well, it's going to sound weird. Is I, it, Brandon? No, it shouldn't sound weird coming from you. Yeah, Kelsey Ballerini's kind of grown on me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like her personality, she had COVID and she couldn't be there. She had to perform in her backyard in front of the fence line with like uh, bed sheets up. Uh-huh. Uh, she got to do the pink carpet in her own driveway, host a show from her house. I mean, it was just a really cool story. And then Kelly completely caught me off guard because I kind of think, okay, I can kind of figure out who Kelly's going to think mm-hmm. is attractive. Kelly has a definite type mm-hmm. of person I that do. she kind of is attracted to, and that's male. Um, okay. You know what? Any male. You see the finger I'm holding up right now? <laughs> Y'all can't see it, but it was up. I walked you right into mm-hmm, that, too. You did. That is one of my skills. Okay, yes. Um, uh, but when you told me your, your current country crush, would have never dreamed it. Would have never guessed it. Uh, it's Cody Johnson. If you got a chance, take it, take it while you got It's totally, I've never heard you say anything about, hey, this guy in the Wranglers over there. Ever. No, and there's something about him. And, and I think he reminds me of like a modern day George Strait and, mm-hmm. and hear me out. Like he had on, when you see him, he has on his pleated sickle, his, um, his cowboy hat. He's very clean cut. He's got on his, his blazer. And then he, the way he sings, his voice backs up everything. Like when he opens his mouth, I mean, that, I mean, he can flat out go. And so there's just something about him when he was up there. I just was like, what is it with him? You remember that time that um, we went out and did an event before his concert. And then based on just the day was stressful and we had things going on and no naps and all that stuff. Didn't get to make it inside. I do remember. And you, you, you know that I was kind of upset about it. Of course you were. I was, Brandon. You could have gone inside. No, I had other responsibility. I know exactly what you're talking about. I could go. We had to go and help with some stuff, yeah. and then we had to leave, 
And I was upset that I couldn't go because I was like, I cannot believe I'm not going to get to hear him sing. Because I've always liked him, mm-hmm. but there's just been something lately. I've just kind of been watching him more. I'm like, he's a like. You're a little bit on fire with that. Uh, Listen, Jana Kramer, Carrie Underwood, everybody no, else. No, that's dumb. That y'all is stupid. Know. That is stupid. I say one comment. I'm, he, not, I'm in there. I'm oh, here we go. This is the voice he uses when he knows I'm right. I'm complaining uh-huh. about everything. <laughs> uh, Casey Mays featured in Architectural Digest. This is a tour of her new home uh, the, after her husband. And I guess basically she's trying to remove everything yeah. that makes her think of the guy that she was married to. Yeah, I know, I know how she feels. All right, let's move on past that. <laughs> what? Shadeable. Do no. you know how many people have had divorces? Half the people were li- that are listening to us. 50% Y'all, of people get divorced. Is that what you're saying? Well, I'm just saying. I mean, there like, were stats like that. There was data like that that showed that. Yeah. Like not every marriage makes it. Not every marriage mm-hmm. works. Uh, so we'll leave that right there. Uh, Dirk's Bentley's talking about uh, his song, Beers on Me. And the fact that Beers on Me more than likely will be another number one for Dirk's Bentley. Come on now, swing on by, bring whatever's been Cool thing about what he's saying about this, though, is uh, he had Hardy in mind when uh, they did the song, right? So Hardy has a verse in the song. And he thought it was really good, but then uh, like they took a break during the whole recording process of recording the song. And Dirk's read about Breland, like in the paper. Yes. And was like, hey, I want to find out more about this. Listen to some Breland stuff. And then decided he wanted to reach out to Breland, of course. Breland, as a young artist, was all excited. <laughs> hey, Dirks Bentley's calling. I want to jump on the song. So Breland met with Dirks the next day, and Dirks basically allowed Breland to kind of customize his verse of the song to be him. Well, and he is, I, I love it. I think he makes the song, and yeah. he's got a great vocal range. And just seeing him um, perform, he he's lovable. No, the smile. Uh-huh. He looks happy. Yeah. He Like, to me, when I see him perform, I'm happy because mm-hmm. he looks like he's happy. Uh, have you heard the song? Is it called Praise the Lord? Yes, I love it. This is Breland. Praise the Lord for the women, and the engines, crisp chicken. Praise the Lord for East Atlanta, country grandma, and banana. Praise the Lord that I got everything I want and need and more. I turn up all Saturday. First thing Sunday morning. I praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That's good though, right? He so, sang that a, a little snippet of it at the CMTs, and it was it was so cute. It was good. So uh, that's pretty much what I have here. That's an after show podcast that we haven't done in a minute. Um, as we do this again, we'll timestamp the date. It's April the thirteenth. Severe weather is expected across Arkansas. So if you're hearing this today mm-hmm. on the thirteenth of April, be weather aware. If you're hearing this after the fact, um, hopefully everything turned out okay. But uh, weather days in radio are a mess. Because radio is, you know, we're kind of in general, most of the industry is running on a smaller staff. Yeah. Um, and then the weather breaks and, you know, chaos and you got to be on the air and you have multiple stations and like, it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Severe weather days are, are very stressful in media, even though we're not meteorologists on TV in front of the green screen pointing at the stuff. Um, in some ways it's even worse. I was going to say, I was going to say some ways it's almost worse. And then also a lot of uh, people on radio, they're, they're leaving their families at home. Yeah. Well, and then the people who need it, because I would have been one who's like, oh, so why, you know, people are going to watch TV if you're going to yep. be real honest. I guess mm-hmm. if you have the option, uh, you could do that. At the same point, though, there are people who are in the middle of life and they're traveling mm-hmm. and they're going places and they have to get somewhere and they're in their car and they're seeing the clouds and they need to know what's happening. Uh, and that's where, you know, radio comes in to be able to guide you through that process uh, right there on your on your dash. Mm-hmm. So. 
Anyway, if you're hearing this on the 13th of April, be uh, careful, be safe, and uh, an after-show podcast. It's cool to connect with you guys. Uh, share the podcast, like it, whatever you do to the podcast. I don't know if you like, like, it. subscribe, download, that, that's it. subscribe to it. <laughs> All right, it's been a long, Aww, it's been a long life. Bless it, <laughs> bless him over there. Hey, legit, I'm doing uh, coming up here on the 15th of April. It is my 20th year working uh, morning radio in this building. Now, I haven't done all of it on the country station, but I have done morning radio 20 years in the same building, which, you know, I know there's people who have done it longer than that, but there's, there's not a lot. 20 is a big, a big lot. celebratory number. Yeah. And then my birthday's next week. So send Don't forget y'all his cards. birthday, April 21st, 47. He no, is that's not what? true. Not 45. <laughs> We're the same age. Not yet. I feel fine at 45. I'm not 45 yet either. We're both 44. All right. You see what she does? She makes me angry and I got to go. Okay. I got to go. <laughs> Say goodbye, Kelly. Goodbye, Kelly. So no. <laughs>